The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, my friends everywhere. And yes, all of you can be my friends. Uh, I'm a friendly guy. (laughs) And by the way, we have an audience in Belfast. Excellent. Listens to us, listens to the classic car show every Saturday. And uh, well, that's excellent. Other shows as well. Just goes to show you the reach of America's Web Radio. It's amazing. Even this show alone reaches outside the country, which is pretty awesome. Humbled by it all the time, but uh, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is the On Point with Victor show, where common sense and logic will prevail. There will be no sycophant host to sit in this chair. Not for my show, there won't be. Um, I will hold all account, all politicians accountable. I don't care what letter they put by their name or what kind of crap they tell you. <laughs> I'm going to hold them accountable. Uh, don't care who they are. Don't care who they are. Um, after all, ladies and gentlemen, I I am the Mexican, not afraid to be American, <laughs> America, Mark America. All right, folks, the email, email. If you want to reach me, Armander is. Uh, gosh, let's see. <laughs> I don't even remember. Victor Armander. Oh, I don't even have that right, do I, David? Victor at AmericasWebRadio.com. Victor at AmericasWebRadio.com. Look, folks, it's been a long week. Long week. I had to spend a week in Boston, the mecca of liberalism. I, you know, it's not even fair. And I had this discussion with a Democrat, by the way. And I'll get to this later. But I had a discussion with a Democrat in uh, Massachusetts, actually in New Hampshire, because I was in I was in Boston and then throughout Massachusetts. And then I was in New Hampshire uh, before I returned back to the great state uh, free state of Georgia. But I did have a conversation. And look, New Hampshire's not a bad place. That's, that's a pretty cool place. They're, it's, they're a special kind of breed of voter. Um, because they will tell you that they're live free or die and freedom, freedom, freedom. And then they'll go vote for a Democrat or, or what they think is a libertarian or uh, it's very interesting. It really is. Um, but New Hampshire is by no means a left wing state. It really isn't. Um, uh, but it, it is an interesting animal, that state. And uh, But I did have a conversation with a Democrat about how it really isn't proper to call today's Democrats liberals. Um, when you think of liberal, you think of freedom. You think of, of, of a liberal way of life, which would – in the terms of, of the real meaning of the word liberal, you would think somebody that believes in freedom, somebody that believes in freedom of choice, you know, things like that. Um, today's Democrat Party is not that. Today's Democrat Party is trying to control every aspect of your life. Today's Democrat Party is the closest thing that we've ever had in this United States of America to authoritarianism. That's today's Democrat Party. And and you know this because anytime a party, a group uh, that's a political party, the Democrats, when they scream and yell at you and tell you over and over that somehow your guy is the authoritarian, uh, your side is the authoritarian side, then you're pretty much rest assured – if you investigate a little bit, you're going to find out that the ones who are casting the stones are the ones who are the authoritarian fools. And that is today's Democrat Party. So I had a really good conversation with with somebody who leans Democrat, old school Democrat. 
And they agreed with me that, that you really can't call today's Democrats the Biden fanatics, the, the, uh, the BLM fanatics, the, the, the Antifa, you know, all the Biden voters, all today's Democrat voters, the squad. Look, I, I don't care what you say about the Democrats today. They're not moderate. There aren't any moderates. They pushed them all out. Um, the squad is running that party right now. They're forcing Biden to the left and we've seen this for three years now. Um, but so I had a really good conversation with this Democrat who's old school Democrat a voter who told me they will not be voting for Biden. So it was very interesting, the conversations I had uh, up there in Massachusetts and in New Hampshire. Uh, but this voter in New Hampshire was telling me that, yeah, they agreed with me because I asked their opinion. I said, you know, it's not proper to call a Democrat a liberal, not today's Democrat. They don't believe in anything with freedom of choice. They don't believe in any of that stuff. They, they, they very much have turned into the authoritarian party. And this Democrat uh, agreed with me, so it was it was quite interesting. And this Democrat, and look, I, I I'm not going to tell you who this person is, um, because I don't want them to get in trouble with their friends or anything. Um, but they are uh, left leaning. They are probably more Democrat than they are anything else. Um, and now they're going more independent. Uh, but this this Democrat voter is not going to vote for Biden. And and I will tell you this, this Democrat voter is is a person of, let's just say, uh, an alternative lifestyle. <laughs> so um, Biden's losing voters, folks. The Democrats are losing voters. Um, I, I it's just it's it's something to see. And, and I think it's showing up in the data and the polling, you know, all, all this anecdotal data that we've been talking about for for a couple of years now is turning into real data. And that's what I told you guys before about anecdotal data. When you collect anecdotal data and it keeps collecting and keeps collecting and keeps collecting it, it eventually turns into real data. And we're seeing that now. We're seeing that in the polls. We're seeing uh, Donald Trump in a better position than he's ever – not once, not ever has Trump in his small career as a politician, not once, ever, 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 not 2016, not 15, 16, not 19 or 20 – not once was he in the position that he is in now. And what I mean by that is he's never been in this good of a polling position. He's never been polling as high as he's polling now. Uh, <clears throat> so it's quite interesting to see what's going on. And I'll get into that in a little bit. I'll, uh, so we got a lot to get to. So I'll get to that in a little bit. Um, I do have a message real quick. I have a message for my Navy friends. Uh, look, you may have lost the Army game because, listen, folks, I was I was up in Massachusetts and the uh, Army-Navy game just happened this past weekend. And uh, the Navy lost. They lost in the Army. But let me tell you this. Let me remind my naval friend. <laughs> yeah, David, I figured you probably were watching that, David. Uh, hey, look, the Army, man, I tell you what, they, they uh, yeah, good, good bunch of guys, good team. Uh, and it was so much fun. I got to tell you, uh, just being there in Massachusetts and seeing the, the, all the army veterans and active duty and, and the college students come in and all the Navy people come in and how, how much fun they had and, uh, because they had a big hoopla celebration outside the stadium before the game, uh, leading up to the game. They just, it was so much fun. I will say this though. My goodness, Navy. If you're going to have your, some of your soldiers come out and try to kick a field goal, by golly, teach them how to kick. Because the dude that was trying to kick, I mean, the Army, everybody was laughing at him. I mean, it, it was pretty pretty sad state of affairs. This guy was trying to kick a field goal. But anyway, um, it was really fun. It was fun to, fun to watch, fun to see, and, and, and just be part of that. Not, not, I wasn't at the game, folks, but, but part of that, just seeing what was going on before the game and everything was really, really cool. Um, and my message to the Navy is, look, you may have lost to the Army in a football game. 
But Navy, you are undefeated against the terrorist Iranian drone attacks. I believe there have been 22 drone attacks from the Iranian terrorist uh, since Joe Biden has been presiding as president, uh, 22 or more. And right now, our United States Navy is 22 and 0. We are undefeated. We've shot down every one of those drones. Every one of these missile drones that have been sent over by the Iranian terrorists, and yes, they are being funded by Iran. So this is Iranian terrorists. The Iran is, is attacking our Navy. Joe Biden's doing nothing about it. The Democrats do, they will do nothing about it. But our Navy, doesn't matter who the commander in chief is, folks, our Navy's still the Navy and they're the baddest people on the sea. They're the baddest people in the ocean. And right now, the Navy's undefeated and blowing these, uh, missile drones right out of the sky. So kudos to the Navy. So, with, uh, uh the yeah, David. With the organization that you're talking about, and, uh, obviously it was a situation before the game on Saturday of, the riotous Navy and Army <laughs> outside the stadium. Mm-hmm. And how much damage exactly was done? You know, David, not one, not one. They even cleaned up after themselves. You know, these, you, you want to talk about discipline. Uh, and that's why maybe, maybe, maybe we should try to convince more people to go into the Navy and the Army and Marines and, and Coast Guard, um, Air Force, uh, because we got a lot of people these days that really need to learn some discipline. Uh, so, but, uh, but David, that's a great point. You had thousands and thousands and thousands of people just descend on Massachusetts because it was in Foxborough and you had thousands and thousands of these people, but they were so good. And, and as far as, uh, nothing got burned down. Nobody got beaten to death. How many pairs of <laughs> and I don't think I don't think any boots were stolen. Uh, but yeah, it's quite different, quite different, David. And, and that's a, a very good for you to point out. So, uh, but anyway, folks, I tell you, it was it was awesome. I, I love seeing that and uh, just just seeing all, all the servicemen and women uh, just just taking a break and having fun with sports. Uh, it was just awesome, awesome, awesome. But Navy, you hold your head up high because, like I said, you're undefeated when it comes to these Iranian drones. And even though Joe Biden doesn't have your back, the American people have your back. The America's Web Radio has your back. Uh, you guys are are just you're awesome, awesome. So anchors away, my friends, anchors away. Okay, folks, let me do this. This is the America's Web Radio Station. I, this is the On Point with Victor show, and I am Victor Armanderas, uh, coming to you from the great free state of Georgia. I tell you what, I had a great time up there in Massachusetts. Had a great time of eight inches plus snow in New Hampshire. Had a great time up there, too. Uh, but um, I, I, as beautiful as it is, nothing beats the free states, states of the South. Uh, I talked to a couple of Bostonians <laughs> that they are planning their move and their choice right now. They're looking at Tennessee and they're looking at Georgia and they're looking at Florida. And I and I told them, you guys have it right. I mean, when you when you look at the free south, um, those are the three states or the southeast, I should say. Uh, those are the I mean, you can't do better than Florida, Georgia or Tennessee. I mean, and let's hope Georgia keeps it up <laughs> because out of those three states, Georgia's the one that's faltering the most, I guess, is when it comes to Democrats trying to win elections here. So um, let's let's keep let's keep Georgia free. Uh, David. Yeah. By the way, we want to keep our thoughts and prayers for the folks in Tennessee that went through the tornado. Yesterday. Oh, absolutely. That was massive. I uh, boy, David, that's a great 
thing that you brought that up because there are people that are going to need some help, folks. So look, if, look, it's it's tough right now. Uh, Sixty to seventy percent of the people and families in this country are struggling right now because of Joe Biden. They're struggling because of the Democrats. They're struggling because of Biden inflation. Um, they're struggling because Biden economics sucks. Bidenomics sucks, and people are having a hard time. But if you're one of those out there who have a little extra and you can lend a little hand, uh, there are people in Nashville and Tennessee that need some help. Those tornadoes were were massive and uh, they they did a lot of damage and and uh look just if you can help 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 your neighbor help your friend help your family members help anybody you can if you if you are in a position to do so uh because you look tennessee is a great state tennessee is going to help those people i'm sure uh but you can't count on the federal government you can't sit back and wait on people like the democrats i mean they're just they're full of poppycock they're full of hot air uh so do what you can to help folks do what you can to help david as I mentioned to you last night, and I'll go ahead and bring it up, uh, Texas Ingenuity. All right. Uh, the, another great free state, by the way. Another great free state. Uh, as I mentioned and have talked, and it's a little hard to show over the radio, but <laughs> when Biden turned off the pipelines mm-hmm. in Texas... And the oil pipelines throughout, actually. You know, what he did was he cut off our ability as oil producers to get our oil from point A to point B, point yeah. B being refineries. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, well, every, his- everybody always throws up, well, we need to build more refineries. No, folks, think back to when, when Trump was in office. We had the same number of refineries then that we have now, and we were totally oil independent. We sure were, and we were on our way. David, to your point, if Trump had been reelected, because people like to say now, oh, we're producing a lot of oil. Well, if Trump had been reelected, the track we were on, we would be, we would have doubled production already from where we were and where we are now. And and then what you're getting at, David, is. The Biden administration, the Democrats try the backdoor way of shutting things down by they can't shut down the private oil drillers, but they can hinder your way to deliver the oil is what David was mentioning. And so we've uh, and the problem was that as a producer, you just couldn't get the oil from the hole mm-hmm. to the to the refineries because we had no pipelines. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, a friend of mine several months ago said. You know, producers are beginning to build water reservoirs, uh, the big tanks that mm-hmm. we have in our cities and stuff. Right. And I just got a certified letter, and you're welcome to look at it, read it, whatever. Right. From the, I don't know how many people realize this, but the uh, Texas Railroad Commission is the organization that's in charge of the oil industry in Texas. Right. And the Railroad Commission took over back when oil production started because they that, owned that was the only way. Property, <laughs> that's you know? right. But yeah. anyway, to make a long story short, producers have been putting up more and more of these I don't know, 500,000 barrels of, of water or water gallons or mm-hmm. whatever they are of, of water tanks. And now they're 
we've been asked to agree to let oil producers commingle their oil into these tanks. Mm-hmm. So one, guess what we'll have? It's called a reserve. A reserve. <laughs> and, uh, and a private reserve at that. <laughs> and a private reserve at that. But yeah. we will have our oil and it will, it's going to be down the road. It's not going to be tomorrow, but right. it'll be down the road that mm-hmm. the prices of gas will start falling at the pump to Mr. Biden's chagrin. Well, what'll happen is, is when, when Trump or DeSantis or, or Haley, uh, whoever is elected in 2024, um, especially we're talking Trump or, or DeSantis, uh, they're going to, both of them have already said on day one, we are going to become energy independent again. We're going to unleash the energy production in this country. So the fact that these companies, these private companies can start storing and holding this oil at the ready, you imagine the fur after one or two years of Trump in 2024, 2025 or DeSantis, uh, Gas prices, I can't, I, the question's gonna be how low will they go? That's gonna be the question because we're gonna have plenty full of oil in this country and it's going to hit the streams, it's gonna, the pipelines will be built. And let me tell you, don't you listen folks to any Democrat or any media person. They don't have who, to be built, they're there. Well they're they just, there, right, they but. have to turn the turn, and turn, them turn them on and open them up and, uh, but let's just say for instance the pipeline they did shut down and a couple of things that Biden has stopped. When those things get fired up again, don't let any Democrat or media person tell you they can't be done. It'll take too many years. That's not true. Uh, you put the Americans to work and these pipeline guys, they will have that thing up and running in, in no time. And uh, but, yeah, that's going to be the and the amazing thing is, ladies and gentlemen, and this is why Donald J. Trump or Ron DeSantis or even Nikki Haley, uh, if she does the right things, which which I think in this case she she would um She's just, she, you know, it's it's just how much footsies is she going to play with the establishment is the question. But I don't think we're going to have to worry about that, honestly. And I'll get to that later because, folks, Trump's running away with this. Um, and DeSantis is the only one that's that's going to be within firing range. And that's not even going to be within firing range, really. So, But anyway, if you got a Trump in 2024 or you get a DeSantis in 2024, they're going to unleash the, the production of, of, of energy in this country. And that is going to be one of the number one ways to bring down inflation. If you want inflation to come down like a rocket, I mean like a heavy-weighted rock that you push over the, the cliff, you want in, the inflation to come down like that, then you get energy prices to fall. If you produce energy like we were doing before under Donald Trump and we actually double it and triple it uh, going forward, you're going to see the price of energy, the cost of energy go down. And when the cost of energy goes down, you're going to see inflation take a big hit. Inflation is going to come down. All your food price, all your grocery store, all of those prices are going to come down. And then with the Republicans controlling things, let's hope then they put a stop to spending. No more BS spending. And you start cutting programs. You really cut programs. You really get spending under control. You're going to see inflation get down to 1%. I mean, it's going to be, it will happen, ladies and gentlemen. It is not rocket science. Economics is not rocket science. 
This stuff is very simple. It's just do the politicians have the will to do it? Do, do they have the will to do the right policies? And I will tell you right now, Donald Trump does, and so does DeSantis. And I think even Nikki Haley would do it. Uh, we just, folks, you're just going to have to vote properly. But, David? That's not what they told me at Texas Tech. They told me it was rocket science. It was rocket science, didn't they? That me taking economics and, was a miracle. And they, and, and they and made That's right. And they made us, man. I had to take macro, micro, and all the – of course, I studied finance for a while. And I, don't I started know. eating that macro. I don't know what I was thinking. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> I tell you what, but – Folks, it's, it's, it's not going to be hard to fix the country. We're in a mess right now, and we have so many families living paycheck to paycheck, and that shouldn't be the case in this country. Should not be the case. And the Democrats will tell you this is the new norm. The authoritarian Democrats will tell you. They will look in your face and tell you this is the new norm. You must learn to live this way, and it's not true. It is not true. And you minority, my fellow minority voters out there, you've got to break yourself from the Democrat hold. Break yourself from the letter D. Letter that, that, that Democrat doesn't run through your blood. Break yourself from it. Usher in some good conservative libertarian style Republicans or independents and you watch this economy explode. You know as well as I do. And I want to, I'm talking to my black voter friends, my Hispanic voter friends, uh, all of you out there. You know as well as I do four years under Donald Trump, you were a heck of off, a heck of a lot better off than you are today. You know it. You know it. I know it. The American people know it. And the Democrats know it, which is why they're so fearful of Trump coming back. Because Trump, you remember, you remember when Obama asked, hey, what, what, what Trump gonna do? What, what's he gonna do? He's gonna wave his magic wand. He's got a magic wand. Well, then Donald Trump got elected in 2016 and he, he sure is, he must have had a, a Harry Potter wand or something. Because he sure did wave it and we sure did take off with our economy. I mean, we had the lowest everything. The lowest black unemployment, the lowest Hispanic unemployment, more women working, uh, more all the earnings were going up, bonuses were going up. It was it was an amazing time under Donald Trump, and I know a lot of you still remember that. A lot of you remember that because you're you're dealing with so much pain now caused by Democrats. You're dealing with pain caused by a dementia patient in the White House. You are dealing with financial hardship because of the Democrat policies. All that's going to change, folks. All of it's going to change, and all of it can change quickly. You just got to be willing to go out and vote for somebody else other than a D. And here's the here's the great thing, and I tell you this all the time. You black voters, my brown voters, my yellow voters, all you voters out there, listen to me. You always have the power. You always will have the power. If you vote for Republicans and you don't like them after two or four years, you can always vote for the other bozos to come back with the letter D. But I got a feeling... When you see the big change, because you know, you know, just a few short years ago, you were living pretty darn well under Donald Trump, despite what they told you. And listen, folks, when 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 you do well, when there is abundance, when an economy is flourishing in this country and there's an abundance, that means less control for politicians. When you are doing well, when you can go out and get the job of your choice and you can earn more money and take more money home. When you can do that, that's less power for the politicians. That's less power for Washington. And what does Washington hate? They hate less power. So they're always going to go for the slower economy. Democrats will always have the policy to put you in hardship because they want you under their control. 
And I, you can, I don't care what you say about me. You can call me names. There are Democrats right now that are going to their cry closets and they're going to their angry closets. They're going to their <laughs> screaming walls and they're cussing me out right now. Media Matters is probably typing up reports right now on what they can say about me or how many names can they call me. But I don't care because this is the truth. This is the truth. The Democrat Party will always do policies to slow this economy down. They will take care. Now, look, make no mistake. They will take care of their own. The Democrats will get. Listen, let me give you an example. You want an example? Joe Brandon Biden has never had a private sector job in his life. Joe And lifeguarding as a teenager doesn't count. Joe Biden, since the early 70s, has only been in government. He's only been making money off the backs of the taxpayer. That man, Joe Biden, you tell me, how can you be a servant of the people in, in whether it be local politics in your state or federal politics? No matter what, that's what Joe Biden has done. How can you be a servant of the people and become a multimillionaire? How can you? Joe Brandon Biden doesn't own one house, two house. He owns three houses at the minimum. And they're multi-million dollar homes. And I know of one of them he paid for with cash. How do can you pay for a house in cash, ladies and gentlemen? You've been working in the private sector so hard all your life. You work your fingers to the bone. No, whether you're an HVAC guy, you're a plumber, you're a, a restauranteer, you're an entrepreneur, you're working your fingers to the bone. Can you buy a house with cash? Most of you cannot. Joe Biden hasn't had a private sector job. He's only been working off the backs of the taxpayers, being a so-called servant of the people. And that man was able to buy a million dollar, multi-million dollar home with cash. Where did he get it? No politician, no politician can make the salaries that these politicians make and somehow become these kind of multi, multi-millionaires. Not without abusing the system, folks. Not without taking unbelievable control over you, which is what they're doing. And that's what the Democrat Party is all about. The Republican Party, look, the establishment Republicans may not be much better. I mean, they love endless wars and crap like that. And they love spending money, too. But they will at least allow you to hold and keep more of your money than the Democrats will. At least the Republican Party will still cut taxes. They will still try to hone in spending. So that inflation is low, the economy is growing, you're growing, your income is growing, your bonuses are growing. I mean, everything grows under the Republicans. Again, the establishment Republicans may not be the picnic that I'd like them to be, but they're better than the Democrats because you're going to have a better life under them. Now, the Democrats will take care of their own. They will take care of the elite. They will take care of the college elite. They will take care of all the elitism. Democrats love elitism, folks. That's They love it. They will always take care of their own. But the poor, the lower middle, the middle class, what's left of the middle class, the upper middle, will all suffer under Democrat policies. We're seeing it today. But if you were poor, if you were lower middle, if you were middle class, if you were upper middle under Donald J. Trump, you were doing pretty darn well. And you know what happened under Donald Trump? Same thing that happened under Reagan. Same thing that happened under Bush. Some of you poor folks down here, you moved up to the lower middle. And then you moved up to the middle. And some of you moved up to the upper middle. And some of you moved up even further. 
That is the way the economy should work. And it ain't going to work like that under the Democrats. The Democrats, they cut out favors. They cut out favors for the top executives of the corporations. They cut favors out for the EV people. They cut favors out for solar panel people. They cut, they cut favors out for their agenda. And all of the Democrats and their buddies get rich. And then the workers get poor. Because the, all of their little fantasy companies go out of business eventually. The EVs are losing money. The, they're forcing companies like Ford and GMC to lose money. And boy, I got a report for you on the EVs. Uh, Ford and GMC just came out not a week or two ago and announced they're cutting it, investing into EVs. They're cutting production of EVs. They're get, they're they're not playing this game anymore. They said they're not going to play the Democrat EV game anymore because they're losing money and they're losing it by the millions. But again, this is the party of the Democrats. They will take care of their friends. They will invent these nice little little uh, fantasy companies in solar and windmills and EVs and battery making. And they will all the top tier will get rich. The Democrat politicians will get rich. The lobbyists will get rich. The consultants will get rich. But the workers will get poor. Because the companies will close the doors and shut the doors eventually, and they go out of business. Just look up Solyndra. Look up uh, – oh, man, I'm not going to remember some of these companies. But you look up these companies that these Democrats forced investment in with your money, and then poof. The only people who get rich are the top-tier CEOs, CFOs, CMOs, uh, chief this, chief that. They get rich. The lobbyists get rich. The consultants get rich. The politicians get rich. Campaign coffers are abundant with cash. But the worker, the worker goes home jobless because the, eventually these companies shut the doors. The worker, the worker takes the brunt. The working family, they get poorer. This is your Democrat Party, folks. I am not going to sugarcoat things. Not on this show. And that is what happens, folks. So I am telling you, venture out. Vote for a Republican. Look, Trump is not your average Republican. This is one reason why Trump is so popular with his base. Something that the Democrats and establishment Republicans can't understand. You are not going to separate Trump's base from him. MAGA is not a bad thing. MAGA is make America great again. MAGA is the blue collar worker who was left behind for years. Even, even, even maybe left behind by some establishment Republicans. MAGA is the hardworking man, the hardworking woman, the hardworking teenager who's just coming out of school, who wants to work hard, the 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 teenager or the twenty uh, something year old who just came out of trade school, uh, maybe it's a thirty year old or forty year old that wanted to change career and went to trade school and learned a new trade and they're coming out and they just want a good job. They just want a good job. They don't need any government BS handout. They don't need any government Democrat program that'll give them a few peanuts. No, they want to work hard. That's the American way. It is the American way, and we need to bring it back. And Trump was Trump brought that back when he was president for four years, and this is why they haven't left him. His base is not going to leave him because they believe in a strong America. They believe in a traditional America where America comes first. They believe that if you want to pull up your boots by the straps – Put on your gloves, get out there and work, do the job that you want to do and you work your hardest that you're going to achieve.
And whatever sweat equity you put out there, you're going to get a value for that sweat equity. And you're going to be able to live. You're going to be able to have a family. And you're going to be able to pay for your family. You're going to be able to afford to do things. And you'll be able to, able to afford one, two, three vacations a year. And it won't put you in the poorhouse. You won't have to put it on a credit card. You'll be able to go buy your car, a second car. Maybe you want a third car. It's none of the government's business how many cars you own. It should be your business. And you should be able to have an economy to thrive so you can do the things you want to do that makes you have a happy life. Maybe you want extra vacations. Maybe you want weekend getaways. Maybe you want a little bit better quality food. Maybe you want to be organic. You can't do it in Bidenomics because it costs too much. Bidenomics, who's telling you not to eat meat, they want you to eat bugs. And and they were telling you all this healthy stuff you need to do. Well, now they're telling you, well, you, the store brand's not so bad. Oh, oh, that off brand's not so bad. Uh, go eat that fake stuff over there. Not so bad. Because you can't afford the good stuff. Because Bidenomics sucks. And that's all there is to it, folks. That's all there is to it. So, all right, David, do we need to take a break? Yeah. I may have blown by one of them. <laughs> so, we have burned by one. Of all right. Them, as a matter of fact. Well, let's let's take a break real quick, uh, folks. Um, we do have to take every now and then a uh, uh, profit t- profit timeout breaks. Uh, so we'll take this break right here. We will be back. Don't go anywhere. This is the On Point with Victor show. What will Victor say next? Find out every Tuesday at one p.m. on the On Point with Victor show, only on America's Web Radio. Attention veterans with PTSD. If you can't sleep at night, listen to A Veteran's Place, hosted by Dr. Don Moeller, at 10 a.m. every Thursday, for your answer to sleeping, here on the Veterans Station, owned by a vet, with shows just for vets. AmericasWebRadio.com The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's D-O-C-S, the number four, patientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. And, Victor, we're getting very close. I mean, very close. We're just waiting on a gentleman named Mark the Shock. Excellent. And as soon as he gets us a little paperwork, we invite every veteran that likes weapons (laughs) to go to our website and look at what we're going to be giving away. Brand new. (laughs) Brand new. Check it out, folks. AR-15 style weapon. Music to my ears. And, uh, love it. This is only for veterans because we honor our veterans. Honor our veterans. Absolutely. uh, Um, We, uh, we love them all and want to remind folks if you're at the airport, and I I bet you mm, did while you were flying around. Oh, I see them all the time and I always talk to them. Yeah. Buy them a cup of coffee, buy them uh, a drink, buy them a meal. Yeah. But just say how much you appreciate it's, their service. And you know, whether you're, whether you've been a reservist or you've been in for mm-hmm. life or whatever, you know, you still give up a minimum of six years mm-hmm. and of your life and support of your country. Right. And any of these yo-yos that don't, you know, we have 1% that 
that volunteer mm-hmm. for our military, and right. that's absurd. Yeah. And we need, you need, if you're graduating from high school or college or, or just out on well, your own and don't know where you're going. If you're lost right now. Take a look at the military. <laughs> the military can help you find your way. Oh, and, yeah. and I promise you, they will help you find your way. And, but David, no, that's, that's a great message to put out there. Listen, it's hard right now. You might be coming out of high school. You might be coming out of college and you're not going to find a job. There are people laying out. Look, Hasbro. Hasbro laid off another 1100 or so plus people today. Um, when the toy industry is laying people off, that is not a good sign, ladies and gentlemen. It's not a good sign. So I don't care what the media is telling you. I don't care what Biden's telling you. Uh, Bidenomics sucks. And, and we know Biden's a liar. Anyway. And Biden is the liar in chief, uh, also known as the dementia patient in chief. And, and, and listen, folks, it's, it's just, it's, it's hard out there for a lot of people. And so if you find yourself coming out and you're not finding a job and you need something, Turn to the Army, turn to the Navy, turn to the Marines, the Coast Guard, the Air Force. Um, you won't regret it, I promise. Um, and I know, I know some of you are going, oh, but Victor, I don't want my commander-in-chief to be a dementia patient. Look, I understand that, but but trust me in this, by the time you put in your few years, Biden ain't going to be signing your discharge papers. It's going to be the Trump or DeSantis or Nikki Haley. So, um, I mean, folks, trust me on this one. Trust me on this one. Don't go, don't, don't be lost. Don't turn to alcohol. Don't turn to drugs. Don't, don't turn to thievery and, and don't get yourself in jail. Don't, don't turn to that. Turn to the military. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. So, um, so David is 100% right. 100% right. Um, we here at America's Web, Web Radio will always honor the veteran. Um, so uh, if you're out there right now <laughs> and you are a veteran, and I know I've got quite a few that listen to the show, guys, go to americaswebradio.com, americaswebradio.com, and I will uh, I will get this up on my social media too as soon as we get the clearance from uh, Mark the Shark. Um, but for now, go to americaswebradio.com and check out that AR-15. Check out this this contest that's coming up. AR-15 stocks. Uh, right. So, so check it out. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome back to the show. This is the On Point with Victor show. I am Victor Armanderas, the Mexican not afraid to be American. Hey, listen, a lot of you have been reaching out to me and asking me when I'm filling in for Eric Erickson again. And some of you have been asking, um, where where will I be filling in? And uh, listen, I... The holidays are pretty tough. <laughs> I, I, uh, I got a lot going on. So if, if my schedule lines up, folks, I will let you know. I will let you know who I'm going to fill in for and where, when and all that good stuff. Um, you know, we, we've got some things cooking for 2024. So, um, you, you're going to want to pay attention. There, there's some things coming. So, uh, so just stay, stay tuned. You know, I, I, but anytime my schedule will line up with Eric's or anybody else's, um, I, I will be filling in. I'm happy to do it. Uh, so just stay tuned. I'll always let you guys know when, when it happens. Um, but uh, but I do have a tough schedule, folks. I I, I am not uh, 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 at the top of the totem pole yet, so I still have to do other things <laughs> to uh, to make it in this world, um, which sometimes makes it hard for me to fill in sometimes. But uh, stay tuned, folks. Stay tuned. Good things coming in 2024. And listen, you keep telling people about the On Point with Victor show. Please keep spreading the word because the more people that hear me, the closer I'm going to get up that totem pole. And the, the further up the totem pole, I get the more time I can spend with you, the listener. And trust me, you listeners need more time with 
on point with Victor. So uh, whether it's uh, this show or uh, filling in for some other people. So so please, please, and, and all seriousness, folks, I can't thank you enough. You listeners are amazing, but but please keep spreading the word. Uh, I just had some new new listeners jump on board from New Hampshire, and uh, I just it was hilarious, hilarious, folks. I I'm driving down the mountain, eight inches of snow around, uh, freezing my tail off, and I pull in because I got to go run into the restroom. Uh, and in the middle of nowhere, there's an Ace Hardware store right off this main road coming down the mountain uh, in New Hampshire, and. Uh, so I run into the Ace Hardware. So I go to the restroom and I, I look around a little bit because I can't help myself. Um, I love Ace stores, folks. If you haven't been to an Ace store lately, you need to go. They're great stores. It's a, it's a hardware store, but they've got everything. It's amazing. Um, so I'm looking around in there and uh, there's two uh, women employees and uh, they came up, started talking to me, and we got to talking. And now they are big fans of the show of on point with Victor show. So it was, it was a lot of fun, fun talking to them. And, and, uh, they were no friends to, uh, the Biden administration. Uh, it, it was, it's just hilarious to talk to some people out there and, and how they feel, but my God, goodness folks, I, uh, I talked to a lot of people in Boston, a lot of people in um, around Massachusetts and New Hampshire uh, over the past week that I was there. And uh, I didn't find one person who was Telling me, or at least admitted to me, that they were going to vote for Biden. I mean, it's amazing, ladies and gentlemen. It's amazing. There, there's something out there that's, uh, that's, and I think, and I know what it is. It's Biden economy, Bidenomics. When, when, when you're not that political out there, or you've been told to be a Democrat all your life, and you just sway with the wind, you sway with whatever CNN or or the View, the herd, or whatever entertainment TV tells you to do, um, you may go the left way. But once it starts hurting your pocket, once your wallet starts hurting, that's when these voters start to go, yeah, I'm not voting for this guy anymore. Um, they may not, uh, they might even not even know that Trump's running. They may not know DeSantis. They may not know Haley. But when they go to the voting booth, they're going to vote for anyone opposite of Biden because Biden is the one that's hurting them right now. And that's is the feeling that I'm getting right now, which is why I, I don't care if it's Trump. I don't care if it's DeSantis. I don't care if it's Haley. I think all three of them will beat the you know what out of Biden in 2024. Um, so at least that's what I'm hoping. But I do get that feeling right now. I was even just outside of Boston and not that far out of Boston. I'm talking 11, 12, 15 miles outside of Boston going through a neighborhood and I've seen Trump signs. I'm seeing cut out cardboard, six foot cardboard um, Im- uh, images of Donald J. Trump in people's yards. Uh, I- I've never seen that in Boston before. Never seen. That. I did not see that in 2015 or 16. And I didn't see it in 19 or 20. But I, I'm seeing it now. I saw it last week. So, and again, that is definitely anecdotal when you see some, but still it's, it, the fact that it's outside of Boston and I'm seeing Trump signs, I'm seeing Trump figures in yards and, uh, it's, it's, and I'm talking to voters and none of them are happy about Biden. They, they make fun of Biden. They immediately make fun of Biden. Uh, look, it doesn't mean they're all going to go vote for Democrats and it doesn't mean they're going to vote. I mean, uh, go vote for Republicans. It doesn't mean they're going to go down ticket. But it does mean they're probably going to make a change at the top, and 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 it and it doesn't matter if it's Joe Brandon Biden or if it's uh, that idiot Newsom from California, um, the Great White Hope, uh, which is, and trust me, ladies and gentlemen, if it's not Biden, it will be the Democrat Great White Hope, and that's going to be Newsom. Uh, I still think he loses. I still think he loses. I think uh, this is Trump's race to lose. It's DeSantis's to lose. It's Nikki Haley's. Whichever one of them come out of the primaries and whichever one leads the ticket in 2024, I do believe they're going to be the victor. Now, the question is, 
will you people have the courage to give the Senate over to the Republicans and give the House to the Republicans? And and let's hold their feet to the fire. If we give total control uh, to the Republican Party, they better be good, freedom-loving, libertarian conservatives. They better vote for low spending. They better vote to cut spending. And I mean really cut. They better put out what what departments are we going to get rid of, starting with the Department of Education? How are we going to rein in control? We, we can't – you know, the Constitution does not allow the president of the United States to invent some – um, department like the EPA and give them the power to make law. That's what the Democrat Party has been doing. That's what the Republican establishment has done. They've given these departments the ability to make law. That's messed up. You've got Joe Brandon Biden and the Democrats who are giving AT, the ATF new found powers to try to take your guns away and limit your access to guns. That is very unconstitutional. We need a Republican Party that's going to 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 go against all these things that the Democrats and establishment Republicans have tried to do, uh, especially the Democrats. So so this is what I mean. We'll hold them to the fire, but we're going to have to elect the Republicans in 2024, folks. We are, because you're going to see this economy just go gangbusters. And if you want to go back to having a good life like you had under Donald Trump in 2016, 17, and 18, and 19, then uh, you, you need to vote for Republicans to 20, in 2024. So I'll get to a little bit more about that. But first, I wanted to – I got to talk about this real quick, folks. You know, if you want to know, if you really want to know how the Democrats feel about you, if you want to know how Joe Biden, the dementia patient-in-chief, how he feels about you, if you really want to know an easy way, an easy way to see how the Democrats really feel about you, the American citizen, then you needn't look no further than what what the Democrats are doing right now, what the Democrats are saying. So Dementia Joe and the Democrats are actually telling the Republicans and you, the citizen, they're actually telling you, the tax-paying citizen of this country, they're telling you, if you want security on the border, if you want your security on your border, this is actual language coming from the Democrat Party. Listen, I'm not quoting verbatim, but this is what the Democrat Party and Joe Brandon Biden is basically saying. They're saying if you, the citizen, the tax-paying citizen of the United States of America, if you want your border secure, like it's not their border, if you want your border secure, if you want security in your life because you want a sovereign country, well, then you need to give us a blank check for Ukraine. This is what the Democrats are saying. Now, look, I'm not going to get into particulars of Ukraine and Russia, and 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 we all know that the Ukraine needs to defend itself. We all know that we need uh, to stop Russia, but we also know there needs to be a peaceful resolution to this cause, and and that's going to happen. Um, and I'll tell you why in a minute. But the Democrat Party. And again, I'm not going to debate the merits of Ukraine and, and, and what they're doing and, and the hardship because, look, we need to stop Russia, period. There's no ambiguity there. The question is how we do it and how do we hold Ukraine accountable for all the money we've given them. So, But we're not going to get in that conversation right now. Let's just talk about how the Democrats feel about you, the American citizen, okay? Because here's the deal. The, the Democrat Party and the Biden administration is telling you and me, the American taxpayer citizen, they're telling us if you want security on your border, if we want to secure the United States of America, then first you have to give us, the Democrats, a blank check so we can give it over to Ukraine. And what are they telling you? So – the global 
borders, the Ukraine borders, the the borders across the country, the the across the the <laughs> across the world, are more important than the United States borders. The people who are elected and bound to our United States Constitution, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you something. Let me remind you something. The United States Constitution was constituted for the American people. The United States Constitution is here for the protection of the American citizen, not the global citizen, not the world, not the European Union, not the Europe citizen. The United States Constitution was constituted to protect the United States of America. All right. You understand what I'm saying here. The Constitution puts America first, or at least it's supposed to. Nowhere in the United Constitution, no, the United States Constitution, nowhere in our Constitution does it say and give the government the power to take taxpayer money, to seize taxpayer money, to give it to a foreign nation. Nowhere in the Constitution does it bound a president or the federal government to seize money from the American taxpayer and give it to foreign governments to secure their borders. But it does, it does guarantee a secure and safe and sovereign United States. The president and, and any other uh, elected official who's bound by the United States Constitution, that United States Constitution demands and requires that the United States is a sovereign country, that the citizen comes first, the citizen is taken care of, that we have a secure border. That's what it calls for. You can go read Article 1, Article 2, Article 3. You can go read them for yourself. You can go read the Constitution for yourself. And so understand the Democrat Party and the Biden administration is telling you right now, they're telling you that the world's borders are more important than the United States borders. The world's borders are more important than your borders. And again, I'm not specifically just talking about Ukraine. I'm just using this as an example because the Democrats are trying to hold our security of the border, of our border. They're holding it hostage because they want a blank check to give to the continue to give to Ukraine to help their borders. We got it backwards, folks. We have it backwards. We, we have terrorists coming over our border. We have Chinese nationalists coming over our border. Um, what are these? Not, these are college age men, healthy young men coming over our border. Not all of them are good people, folks. We already know. We've already caught some terrorists. Imagine the number of terrorists we haven't caught. Imagine the, the Chinese nationalists we haven't caught. These are communist loyal party people from China that are coming to this country. We and and that's not. I mean, not to mention all the criminals coming from Venezuela and criminals coming from around the world. There are bad people coming into this country, and they're just walking in. They're going to whatever state they want, and they're waiting. You've got Hamas people over here. You've got Iranian terrorist type people over coming to this country, walking across our border. What do you think they're going to do? They're going to hurt the American citizen. They're going to hurt the American way of life. And we're being told by the Democrat Party. That we can't stop and secure our border until we secure the world's borders, until we go out in Europe and secure their border. It's messed up, ladies and gentlemen, but that's your Democrat Party. That's your Democrat Party. And that's what Joe Biden is saying. Now, I will tell you what else is going on here. There's something else going on here. And this is why I said there's going to be peace probably at some point in the next 12 months uh, between Russia and Ukraine. And Ukraine's going to have to give up Crimea. Probably, maybe a little, I don't know what else, but, um, but let me tell you why this is going to happen. 
Joe Biden and the Democrats know, and, and it's looking more and more like Trump is going to be reelected. The last thing, and they know, the Democrats know that when Trump gets reelected, that he will garner, he will usher in peace with Russia and, and, and Ukraine. He will broker a deal. Trust me. They know that. And and listen, I know Trump says he can do it in 24 hours. I don't know if he can do it in 24 hours. Trump likes to boast, but that's his style. But I promise you, I promise you, it wouldn't take long. Trump will have peace with Ukraine and Russia when he's reelected. Well, the Biden administration knows this. The Democrats know this. They know Trump has that ability to do it. They know he does. That's his specialty. I mean, look at the Abraham Accords. Donald Trump brokered peace in the Middle East. Biden destroyed peace in the Middle East. The Democrats destroyed peace in the Middle East. Donald Trump was bringing peace to the Middle East like we've never seen before. So Donald Trump can do this, and they know it. They know it. So the Democrats cannot afford for Donald Trump to be reelected, usher in peace with Ukraine and Russia, and then finish out his four years with a booming economy, and then whoever his vice president is, step right in for another four to eight years. Because that's the road we're on. The Democrats cannot take that chance. So trust me when I tell you, and I don't get in the business of making many predictions, but I'll make some predictions here today. You're going to see Joe Brandon Biden try to broker a deal between Russia and and Ukraine uh, in the next 12 months because he's going to want to try to go into November saying, look what I did. Look what I did. And he's going to do it by trying to cut, starve Ukraine. Now, I know they're out there saying that we, if, if you give us, we'll give you border security if you give us a blank check, but they know that the Republicans aren't going to cave on border security right now because we're in such a mess and dire straits with our border. So the Republicans are holding strong saying, no, we're, we're not going to give you any more money until we have our secure border. And the Democrats know that they're not going to get the money if they don't secure the border. And what are they going to do? You're going to see the Democrat Party say, no, we're not going to negotiate so that the so that Joe Biden can say the Republicans won't give us the money. Sorry, Ukraine, we can't give you any more money. Sorry, you're going to have to broker a peace deal. That's what Joe Biden and the Democrats. I tell you, folks, this is what their plan is, because Joe Biden can say, oh, look at me. I got a peace deal, and he's going to blame the Republicans for not funding. He will say Russia wouldn't have got what they got in this peace deal if it weren't for the Republicans cutting off the money. When in the fact of the reality is all Joe Biden has to do was agree to beef up border security, and the Republican establishment would give him all the money he wants. The Republican establishment wants to give Ukraine a blank check. But the Republican voter said, no, we need border security, and then you can have your blank check. So the only people right now who who really don't want to fund Ukraine anymore is the Democrat Party. I know this sounds crazy and it sounds backwards, but it is the truth. The Democrats will never tell you the truth. They're always going to tell you what and do the opposite. And all the fodder and all the crap that, that the Democrats have been saying, all the Ukrainian flag waving the Democrats do, all the social media Ukrainian flags and all these Democrat voters, oh, the Democrats want to help Ukraine. It is the Democrat Party that is going to find a way to stop the funding of Ukraine so that Ukraine has to come to the table and has to give up a little land to Russia so there will be a peace deal in this war. And that's what the Democrats are going to You mark my words, ladies and gentlemen. And, and I'm not the only one who's kind of seeing this coming. I think there's some other people that are seeing this, too. You're, you may not be hearing it. You may be hearing it for the first time now. But I am telling you, ladies and gentlemen, the Democrats are working a way to where they're going to blame the establishment Republican for not funding. And then they're going to force Vladimir Zelensky to come to the table and give up some land to Russia. And then they will blame the Republicans when this is the plan for the Democrats because 
because they do not want Trump to be reelected and go in this war because that is what Trump will do. And I, and even DeSantis, if DeSantis were to, were to win, he's, he will end, end that war. And the Democrats can't afford that to happen. So I am telling you, ladies and gentlemen, you watch in the next six to 12 months, the Democrats are going to finagle a way to force Zelensky to give up some land and they will force this, 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 uh, some kind of peace deal. You mark my words, this is going to happen. You mark my words, ladies and gentlemen, this is going to happen. So, uh, it's, it's, it's just, it's, it's politics, folks. It's politics and it's ugly. But you've got to learn this about the Democrat Party. They're going to put themselves before anything else. And this is what they're going to do. Because right now, folks, the, 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 I, I mean, I'll get into, uh, some, some of the polling coming up for 2024. Donald Trump is running away with this nomination and Donald Trump right now is leading in uh, most swing states. Donald Trump's going to win this election in 2024. And, and, uh, the Democrats just can't risk Donald Trump being reelected, brokering a peace deal, and then, and then his vice president becoming the next president and the Republicans going from four years to eight years to 12 years. Uh, trust me, folks, the Democrats look long term. They plan long term and they're scared right now. They're scared right now because independence and, and your, your low information voter is starting to turn to Donald J. Trump. Because Bidenomics sucks that much. <laughs> so, David, do we need to take a break? We're going to need to go shortly. So oh, oh, look at that. We're almost here at the end of the show. Uh, listen, folks, uh, trust me when I, when I tell you, uh, it, it, things are going to get very interesting. They're going to get very interesting because the, the, uh, the Democrats, they just, they just can't, can't take the chance, uh, of, of, uh, the the Republicans, you know, let's say it's Donald Trump. Let's say it's Ron DeSantis. They can't take the chance of them be elected in 2024 and then have the vice president of whoever that is, whoever DeSantis' vice president is or whoever uh, Trump's vice president is, to be able to walk in to another four years, possible eight years. So that would be a total of 12 years that the Republicans could be looking at. The Democrats can't risk that. They just can't. Risk that. One, one thing uh, that I'd like to interject, yes, David. If you don't mind me doing it. Sure. Um, is Roger and I have talked about this, and uh, you and I have talked about it a little bit, but with what's going on and has been going on on the border, folks, you got to stay awake, stay observant. If you see something that doesn't smell right, you see something that doesn't look right, tell somebody about it. Right. And make sure that you and your neighbors are in communication with each other. Right. And we've got to keep Stay our alert. eyes open. <laughs> keep your head on a swivel. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, uh, it's true. It's true. It's coming. It's yeah. just a matter of when it's coming. Unfortunately, David, you're probably right. It's not when. It's 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 not if. It's when. Um, we've had too many people stream across the border, too many bad people. Look at the anti-Semitism that's breaking out all over this country. I mean, I never dreamed I would see this kind of anti-Semitism like we're seeing now. I mean, we're seeing people, even celebrities, take the side of Hamas. Hamas, a terrorist, a terrorist group that chopped heads off babies, that put babies in ovens and cooked them. That was just in October. And you've got so much, so many people and celebrities 
that are supporting that what Hamas did. Now, maybe they don't understand. Maybe they don't believe it. I don't know. But when you've got people standing on the side of terrorism in this country, that's a sad day, folks. That's a sad day. And what it is doing is emboldening the terrorist. And when you've got terror cells in this country, like we know we do, it's not if, it's when. So uh, David is right. Uh, keep alert. Stay alert. Stay vigilant. Keep your head on a swivel, folks, because you are your first responder. You are your first responder. And if you're one of the new Jews out there who's buying a gun for self-protection, first of all, don't ever vote Democrat again because they're going to take your gun away. Uh, second, you go get the proper training because if you're going to carry a gun, you've got to be responsible. And I want you to go get your training because you're going to be your first responder. You will be your first responder. So, uh, so keep your head on a swivel, folks, and stay, stay tuned. So, all right, folks, we got a, a little bit of time here. Um, listen. Donald Trump is up over 50% in Iowa, okay? Iowa, the state that, 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 uh, uh, that, uh, nominate, or not nominated, but the state that, that Rick Santorum won, Rick Santorum won, uh, not that many years ago. Uh, he's no, uh, liberal or whatever, um, no establishment Republican. So Iowa is known for putting out some pretty staunch, uh, conservatives. But Trump's 50% over now. So, all right, folks, we will uh, be back next week. <laughs> you guys have a good one. Stay tuned for Locked and Loaded with Roger B. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.